check podcast yeah yeah episode eight i'm ars and i'm your girl stays fresh yeah we're back you thought you thought we left or what yeah we're here with the comeback yeah yeah all right so how's your uh two weeks off been (laughs) it's been interesting but um i you know i I found a little bit more clarity and i'm sure you've been on the the same path trying to figure some things out like normal, you know, life happens. We've been trying to get our shit together, guys. Real talk. That's just we're we're humans and we're really just trying to trying to do like everyone else is doing and get right. Find a way if there's no way. So that's what we've been working on. Um what would you like to touch on today or what do you want to open up with today? Let's Should talk Should we it. talk about this um Pusha T and Drake beef? Oh first? yeah, I'm sure that's been going on, but uh let's let's have our go with it. So go ahead and uh, open that. Well, I really don't know how it even started because there was like the infrared. I think that was the first disc Pusha uh-huh. T uh, put out. And then I didn't pay attention to that. I honestly have not even heard it. But I started paying attention when he dropped that uh, story of Adidon. Uh-huh. And everyone was just talking about Drake has a secret child with a porn star. And that's when I started listening. And then <laughs> I think Drake came out with I'm Upset. And the song goes like $50,000 full. No, $50,000 for a check. And then uh, he like says he something about like. want me to split like, a check or some shit. Yeah. I ain't fucking with no hoe. Some, some yeah. shit like that. And I was like, whoa. So he's basically confirming that that, that is real news. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know exactly which one came first, second, third, fourth. I'm not keeping up with that, but I feel like. In my opinion, because me, I really don't care for the whole rap beef and the gossiping about one another. But Pusha T put the nails on the coffin. You know what I'm saying? On the story. Yeah. He put the nails on the coffin. And like, I've had so many arguments with people already about this. It's I don't think this is career ending for Drake. But I do heavily feel like I don't know what dirt he could dig up or what kind of skeletons he could pull out of some sort of closet. But I don't think there's anything that Drake can do to to end this dude's career. Like, I feel I feel like Pusha T got the best of it. But like I said, like we were talking earlier, off air was that Drake has built such a huge brand name and his music and he has so many numbers. And it's not just a numbers game. You know, it, it, let's go back to hip hop and respect and your bars and all that. But what I'm saying is in pop culture... He's winning, and I feel like he will, uh, when his career does come to an end or he goes into another venture or business, he's going to go down as one of the greatest still. Whether you agree or I agree or don't agree, what I'm saying is this dude is still very talented and is still, you know, keeping up with the likes of many greats. Like I said, whether you like it or not, but numbers have shown and, and what the people want and what, you know, the pop culture wants, and that's what it is. So how do you feel? Do you feel like like this could end his career like literally or do you feel like he's going to go on but this is just like a like an L the world has to see? Okay, so I don't think he's I don't think Drake is really taking any L's on 
I'd say this generation and the the era that he belongs to, that he came in, it doesn't face whatever Pusha T is the truth that he's exposing yeah. or whatever. It's not going to do anything to his career because the game is different. Now, all of like the hip hop heads, all of us that in, admire like, bars, <laughs> we're the ones that are like, Pusha T won that shit mm-hmm. because we're talking hip hop like we're talking rap we're talking bars we're talking truth mm-hmm. everyone else like the drake fans i don't think they care they're just like well drake is has like, hits and that, you don't every, no. which is not true because pusha t does have hits and he was a, a good significant part of at least our generation like in the early 2000s yeah but I don't think Drake is I don't think Drake is going to fall off anytime soon and just because he is a hit maker. Yeah. And and going back on that, like there's so many obviously like I said, you you guys if you guys heard our episodes by now, you know we're both glued to technology. So and to all the social media platforms. Going through my scroll on multiple different platforms, all I'm seeing is how people are like there's some people saying, oh, that was so personal, da, 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 how could he do that? Like, bro, there's people who want, who love beef and love drama and love stirring the damn pot. And now you got someone who really went low. They went low and they are talking about mamas, daddies, baby mama, like they're, and they're clowning your sick homie. Like, bro, like this is what rap beef was. Like, don't you guys remember Pac, Biggie? Yeah, don't you guys like, don't you guys remember, like, people were threatening each other's lives at some point. He didn't threaten his life at all, but he was just hurting. He was hitting them below the belt. And now everyone's, we just live in a generation that's highly sensitive and trying to do all they can to avoid conflict. But at the same time, you got dudes in videos and shit with guns that don't even know how to shoot. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, bro, I don't know. I just think it's too sensitive. But it's like, first of all, you shouldn't even put no one's name in your mouth that you know what I'm saying? Unless you want problems, you shouldn't be speaking on shit that you should just keep your mouth shut about. And and you really hit a soft point if you brought up his fiance and he's like, all right, you talk about my fiance. I'm going after your whole family. Mm-hmm. And that's that's what happened with that. But um, that's what YouTube and all these apps and everything else is for. You guys could do the research and hear all the drama about it. But push a T, man. I'm telling you, he had a big ass hammer and he nailed them coffin. He nailed the coffin closed. Yep. And and what was that that you were saying that Drake um has like a hundred thousand dollar check for anyone that can dig up dirt? Oh yeah, him? yeah. Pusha T was just trolling them and was like, a uh, it was like a tweet or something I seen. It's like he's trying to he he's offering a hundred thousand dollars to anyone that could get some dirt on him. And then Pusha T um tweeted something about like uh you you can't write a check for skeletons in the closet that are not there. Like something like that. And basically just saying like, I don't have anything to hide. Like you're the one with all the secrets. Um, you know, what's funny was that I didn't really pay any mind to this until it got brought up. Um, I was listening to Ebro in the morning and they were saying that news had broken out. I think last year, or not too long ago that Drake was having a baby with this porn star. And her name is, um, what's her name? What's her, Sophie Brazox or Brazax? I don't know her name. 
I think her porn star name is Rosie Divine. Oh, so th- it's, it's and look, funny how they... I, I, I looked her up. I started what like, I'm not going to lie. I watched her shit this morning just because I was curious. Bitch got a, a nice body on her. She's thick, just like how Drake likes to say he likes his women in his music. So, hey, I'm pretty sure facts are facts. <laughs> um, And she has a nice face. What's her name? Um, her name is Sophie, B R A S S, I believe I U X. That's her real name, Brazax. Okay. I think she's like European or something. We'll see. Um, and if you're trying to search her up on Pornhub, it's a Rosie Divine, guys. All right, you're welcome. <laughs> um, so. Hey, that's her. That's not even me, y'all. Um, so I guess uh, news had broke out that she was expecting a baby of his, but I'm pretty sure money kept it on the hush hush because obviously the media outlets didn't really follow through with that news. I'm sure it Drake wrote some checks and it's like, hey, you guys are not reporting this, and we're not t- we're deading this subject until now. Like, Pusha T was like, all is fair. Like, I'm bringing this subject back on, and you you have a secret child with this person. And supposedly, um, we'll do our, our research. We might post it up on the All In Check Instagram. But supposedly, there's some texts that were going around where Drake asked her to get an abortion, and she said no. <laughs> and since she did it, and I guess it is his child, he now writes a check every month for this for this kid and that's kind of sad because it's just like you have a secret child that you don't acknowledge and that's what Pusha T is touching base on so like how is that fair to the kid here, here's never my... mind that she's a porn star that's what Pusha T said <laughs> respect that girl like that's your baby mother yeah you know what I'm saying so do you feel like would you be shocked that if Drake came back with something or do you feel like that's coming still? Or is it dead? Um, I wouldn't be shocked. I'm sure. That's he, what I, that's what I'm I was sure he too. will. But it's just like, what can you come back with when, when supposedly the truth, you know, what can you say? Pusha T has nothing to lose. You know what I'm saying? He's president he of laid, good music. Like he laid it he out has, on the table already. He's huh? not. He doesn't live off this rap shit the way that you do. He has nothing to lose. He has more of a corporate position with good music than than still being relevant and dropping hits. You get me? He he may drop a few mixtapes every now and then. He just has a new album out, but it's just like that's not his primary source of income. Yeah. Now. So it so I don't know. I mean, what more can Drake say to that? I think he's just going to continue um being successful and moving forward other 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 ways besides dealing with this, I honestly think. There was also like uh, a lot of news outlets started dishing up uh, pictures of this of this Sophie chick, and mm-hmm. she was involved with a lot of rappers. Actually, she has pictures with Busta yeah, Rhymes. I wonder why she he'd has be pictures with ASAP. <laughs> mm, maybe they were just all tossing her around, you know. Okay, sometimes that happens in this music industry. Rap beefs. And we are not talking about fights. 
<laughs> You're a fool. We're talking about that salchicha, guys. <laughs> You're a fool. It happens, though, man. These dudes just... I'm sorry, but men, sometimes we just... We don't know how to go about shit sometimes. Mm. You know? Um, Do we, do we want to play a little snippet of this... Uh... Of Drake's response, I I like Drake's response. It, there's an it's, audio response to this. Well, no, to the to the to the um to the diss. Here, oh, okay. let me fast forward this. Hope. Hey, that's a confirm. That sounds like a confirmation to me. On that news. Anyways, do we want to move on? Oh, uh, what did Ice Cube say? Let's hear that. Let's hear that clip. All right. So Ice Cube was recently asked on Drake's uh, stand in the game, and I guess this was in response to the beef as well. And uh, here's what. He had to say. Build himself up to what he, you know, what he, he had a, a, a good run. Mm-hmm. You only got a three-year run in the rap game, baby. <laughs> at the top, you only got three years at the tip top of the rap game, and then you gotta, you know, find your place in this thing. You know, that's just a pattern. Everybody, you know, Wayne when he was hot, three years on top, and then looking for somebody else. Uh, T Pain, three years on top, looking for somebody else. You know what I mean? Drake, three years on top, now everybody looking for somebody else. You know, Drake kind of built himself. So, what do you think about that? Well, there's, I feel like there's a lot of substance to what he was saying is because there's some people that will argue and say that people are going to be on top for a long time. Some people may have five, 10, maybe even 15 year runs. But what he's touching on, like, when you're going to be the hottest, the most relevant, always in the news, always Mm -hmm. in the tabloids, your shit's getting streamed, you're getting plays, music videos dropping. I think there's a peak. And when you hit that peak, you're going to be really consistent, consistent. And definitely Drake's been an ongoing thing for many years. As soon as he came out, boom, 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 hitting it. Same with J. Cole. J. Cole's holding up to that you know what i mean a lot of people will will um contest and and debate his albums obviously people are like really stuck on forest hills drive and and other projects but he's one of those artists too that is not letting the fans down not letting the fans down but i feel like i agree with ice cube but at the same time too you don't really know there could be some artists that come out that are just unstoppable and and mm-hmm. i feel like drake has had longer than a three-year run but i get where he's saying it's like you have like a time frame where you're gonna be the hottest the best the newest little thing you know it's shiny and it's you're like perfect yeah it's like you see this thing and it's like excuse me it's so perfect and 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 it's gonna be like that for a time period then something else is gonna come out something good's gonna come out see i think that R&B mixed with hip hop and rap, like the bars mixed with the flaunting and the ego mixed with a little bit of soul and singing, he kind of honed in. I think it was already kind of getting created and a newer sound was coming. 
but I feel like he honed in on that and and it and ran with it and it worked. So it was like it's a new thing and a new sound. But now that it's been created and he's mastered that sound, someone else will evolve from this and grow from that and maybe surpass and him like and most like yeah, exactly or mo- mo- more will most likely expand and go further than him. And that's just how this game goes. Like, wouldn't you expect that from someone? Like, yeah, some people are going to go down like the greatest. But you would also expect someone to surpass that or soak up all the game and learn and study and watch this person. Well, like, 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 art, like athletes watch film over and over again. People are some kid out there is probably watching Drake. Every move he makes, everything from from the videos to the music to business moves. They're watching him, studying him, studying him, studying him, just so that they could slingshot off of what he built and branded, slingshot off that and go above him. So it's to to go down as one of the greatest, I think that's possible for him, for his genre, for what he's created. But to be on top forever, who will say? You know, that's that's in due time. But I do agree with what Ice Cube's saying. There's like a pocket. And I, I don't know if it's three years, if it's five years, it's 10 years. But but what he's saying is true. It's like a pocket, like a time frame when you're where you're going to be the, the main course for the, for the era. And like, I don't know if he's past it or still in that pocket or behind, you know, like I, I won't know. Like I personally don't know, but I feel like everything he's, everything he's put out is getting rotation. You know, and that's just how it is. That's just how the powers that be. I just feel like it's happening still for him. So more power to him. I wish him nothing but success. But like I said, I'm that was the first time someone went in on him and people like I'm literally seeing on my feed and I'm not going to put no names out there, but I'm talking about like people who are truly passionate about Drake and they're the ones posing like, oh, Pusha T got him. Like, that's your boy, bro. You're supposed to be rocking with your boy. And you're over here excited about Pusha T bodying your homie. But I don't know. Like, this rap game is funny to me now. It's more like a like a Spanish soap opera, which is called a novela. <laughs> that's how this music business is to me now. Right? I think, um, I think the same thing. I think, I mean, so far, Drake... I don't think he's going down anytime soon because he, whether he does features, whether he does his own music, he knows the formula for this era, like for this generation. Yeah. And he's managed to get so many um, fans that Mm -hmm. I think like he'll always have a fan base no matter what. Um, Just like we can go and say Pac and Biggie. Mm-hmm. Like they're eternal to a lot of people. They'll always have a fan base. Mm-hmm. They're even after death, they'll continue to make money. Like their their family will continue to make money because people still consume their their music. Yeah. Same thing with Ice Cube. I think Ice Cube was speaking from experience too, because there was mm-hmm. a point where him, Dre, Snoop, they're all hot. And don't get me wrong, they're still hot to a, a certain um, audience, and they still continue to put out music, but. They're not affecting every single generation, and they're not like the the topic of conversation yeah. in today's. And I music. think see, and then too, um, another conversation I have with people too is like, some people I feel like you do it, it. It hits your ego a bit when you're not in that number one spot anymore. When you're not in that limelight, I'm sure it affects your ego, and it also affects you in your professional life and how you feel the world's viewing you, but. 
if you have a good run, you have a good run. Maybe being on top's addicting or like the success and all the, you know, the royalties and everything, it, it's probably really addicting. But if you had a great run and you continue to move up in your life, like you're not going downhill, as long as you're going up, but even though you're not in that spotlight no more, you've had a great time there. Listen, like, if you ain't M- MC hammering that shit, don't <laughs> don't panic. <laughs> yeah, you know, so I just feel like it's hard letting go with that. And I think that's the problem we have is human nature, just our ego just runs rampant and uh, jealousy, envy, and, and I think and especially greed. with this era's, um, you yeah. know, artists, because if you think about like Dre, obviously he put out The Chronic 2001. And then he focused on developing artists and then he focused on, you know, beats like what's going to make me money. That's that I don't completely have to invest myself in staying in that number one spot because I know that shit's not going to last. Same shit with Ice Cube. He got into acting, you know, they they, they, yeah, they dib and dabble in a lot of stuff. Same thing. Um, When he said that, I thought about 50 Cent and I was like, you know what? He might be right because 50 Cent at once was someone who ended Ja Rule's career who had a great run. Mm-hmm. He ended Ja Rule's career in a sense. And then 50 Cent had a good run. And now what is he doing? I mean, not that he's not popular. I still admire admire his past work. Every now and then he'll like put out a mixtape or whatever. Mm-hmm. But he has power. He has his own line of headphones. Mm-hmm. He... He's invested his money elsewhere. And I think that's also the thing that Kanye is starting to and do. Th- and those are the people, well, the people we're speaking on, the, the legends and these people that who've been in the game 10 plus years for sure. These are these people who we will see when we're in our older ages that if they continue on the path they're on, they're going to be owning major corporations. They're going to be owning major electronics or be involved in, in alcohol or into... The, the brand, the big brands that we buy into now or that are going to have a longevity, these artists and producers and people who made smart investments are going to be in TV and in radio and stuff like that for many years to come. So we're going to get we're going to grow up and grow older seeing these people that we grew up listening to their music who made smart investments. They're going to be continuously they're going to be millionaires and billionaires. You know what I'm saying? Like these guys made smart investments. That's what I'm saying. Like. You may not be in the limelight or the number one dude anymore, but if you took some of those, if you started stacking your money and flipping it into other investments, you're going to be on top still. That's like, that's wealth you'll be able to pass on to your children's children. Mm -hmm. And then from there, it's going to be up to them to continue that cycle. But they they did what they came out here to do and they made it happen. There's not a lot of people out there that could actually say that, you know, they go through money quick. Same thing, um, you have to take a look at, like, Snoop. He, you know, he's done shoes. He's done, he's dabbed into the weed game. He's dabbed into the movies. He's, oh, you know. You know who is... told me that, something about that? Uh, damn, I was having a talk with someone, but, oh, my homie, uh, oh, yeah, 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 my homie Dizzy. He was like, if Snoop could sell you dirt, because he sells, like, um, like, supplements for growing, mm-hmm. and I think it's, like, soil. He's like, if someone could sell you dirt, bro, like their marketing's on point and like people believe in you. But it's like real shit, though. Like if you could sell someone soil 
or something like obviously it's there's nutrients in it and it's like a good type of soil but if you could literally sell somebody dirt bro like in in all terms it's like dirt it's soil it's from the earth and it has like nutrients and all this if you could sell someone a product to help you grow something like your marketing's on point bro like you can't lose straight up like if you could hustle you could sell salt to a snail and water to a whale (laughs) facts so um just so we continue on this is the last thing so ja rule he freaking he <laughs> he's he, trolling right now yeah he tweeted uh some advice to where is it i thought i screenshotted it now i have to go back and find it sorry guys he tweeted some little advice to drake on this beef subject <laughs> and he basically this is this is what he had to say hold on Hold on. Where the fuck is it? Are you just going to whistle through? How long is it going to take Stacy to find this? Now you're just making me nervous. Yeah, now you're just making me... Oh, it's right here. It's right here, guys. He tweeted some advice to Drake, and he even added... Uh, freaking Drake and 50 Cent on this. He put, Drake, just do what 50 Cent did in our beef. Call the feds slash police and tell them you think Pusha is trying to kill you. <laughs> I don't know how true that is, but how, <laughs> Damn, how he's just old, trolling right now. How old is this beef? This this beef is like 10 it's to 12 years ongoing. old. And, and Ja Rule, he needs to let that go. We're over it. I mean, we're not over it. People still like seeing drama, bro. <laughs> it's just like, I don't know, just human nature. We love drama and, and shit that just keeps us on our toes. And they're going to keep on going. You would think after people get physically and physical altercations and people end up dead and hurt or something, some damage is done to careers, you think people would stop. But I guess, I guess this is an ongoing thing. This feud will never end. And the three-year run thing, um, like you said, people are just so dying to like hold on to their number one spot. I think it, it kind of reminds me of Nicki Minaj right now. I hate that I keep going back to this subject, but <laughs> you know how she just pushed... She announced that her album was going to come out June something. Now she pushed it back all the way until August because she says she wants it to be perfect for her fans. And... It just kind of seems like maybe she's just not ready. Like, she thinks... Okay, I think that she has this fan base that's not going anywhere. Mm. But she has to deal with the fact that there's a new girl in in, in the game. And that's Cardi B. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately for her, a lot of people have gravitated towards her. Mm-hmm. So I think... It's a little different when I think you're the the only female artist because there isn't really any major room for a female in the rap game. Mm-hmm. There only comes like one every, what, 10 years? Lil' Kim yeah, reigned yeah. for the longest. Then there was like a vacant spot like for a few years. And then Nicki Minaj has reigned for the past, what, 10 years? Mm-hmm. And now, you know, she's had this really long run and then... I think she didn't freaking see it coming that a uh, a real re- reality star slash Instagram um 
famous person was going to come in the rap game and completely shake it up. And I think she just wasn't ready. And I think she's not that she doesn't have the skill. Like Nicki Minaj is really talented and no one can take away her accomplishments. But I think she's at a point where it's just like, I don't want to share that spot. Like I need to stay, stay on my toes. Yeah. I think I, people get intimidated by stuff. We all do. You know, you've felt, you've dealt with it. I've dealt with it. In, in radio and hip hop uh, amongst my peers and work like we you get intimidated sometimes by things you don't understand or by people you feel that 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 are a possible threat to what you do you know what i'm saying so i could only imagine on their scale what that feels like you may feel like oh well people are gonna forget about me like i said it probably gets addicting like Going out on a stage and seeing thousands of thousands of people out there just knowing every word to your songs or people buying into your brand. I think there's a sense of fear that you're going to lose that following. You're going to lose that spotlight. You're going to lose your fans. You're going to lose the money. And I'm sure it gets highly addictive, you know, especially if you're one for that's one thing that I had a discussion with my wife about one time. And she was like, well, if you're really pursuing this music. You don't need to be like, it's not that she was telling me, but you have a choice like artists. And it's funny that you brought up Ice Cube because artists like Ice Cube, he went out, did his thing. He kills it. He's doing music, television, all that. And he's been in the game for a long time. But you maybe back in the day when he was having his altercations with the whole NWA stuff, there was issues. But um, from that time till now, what tabloids have you ever heard of him in some some bullshit? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You don't really hear that. So that's what like that's the discussion we're having. You can become successful and not have to always be up in the tabloids, always have some t- type of gossip going on or some drama. So it's like you can control that. Still be highly successful, be on top or be in a bracket that you're being seen by tons of eyes and heard by a lot of listeners, but still be okay and be comfortable where you're at. But some people but then are just the... not satisfied and they got to keep on poking or jabbing at someone because they, they, they want that spot. But artists like Ice Cube and Snoop and Dre, they're cut from a different cloth. They like, they come from... Yeah, they're from obviously a... from a whole nother generation. Yeah, where social media wasn't really like the it factor that, that determined your fame. And, you know, all of these new artists, that's what gets them famous first is whatever goes viral, whatever we're sc- scrolling through through our feed because that's our primary source of of freaking some people think if you made it on world star you made it and to a, a uh, an aspect if they reposted you on something you know that yeah your chances of getting viewed by many people is is a high chance but there's more to it there's more to the business there's more to this entire game than just being seen on instagram you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, what else are we going to talk about? Steph Curry. With the shot, Have boy. <laughs> Steph Curry with the shot, he boy. He has baby number three on the way. It seems like every season he's popping out a new child, huh? Maybe that's hey. his little luck, luck charm. Good yeah. luck charm. That's why they keep winning those championships. Yeah, he's probably building champions as we know it. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? Kim K went to go visit the president. Oh, how'd that go? Did you see? Oh, she was discussing something, uh, trying to help. A prison reform. Uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I know a lot of people were like, uh, a lot of news outlets 
and people that maybe don't really respect her um had like some judgment on that like well what does she know about a prison reform and and why does it get kim k to be the one to go talk to the president about a prison reform but you know what news just just broke out that uh she uh president trump actually granted um for this lady that she was uh that she was fighting for to to be freed from jail it's uh the headline is president trump grants kim kardashian's request to free alice marie johnson and i guess this lady which the whole story is that kim kardashian was touched by this lady's story because she is a grandmother and she went to prison for um some something that had to do with marijuana she had no priors before but she was in prison because of something with marijuana and it wasn't like a big deal and mm -hmm. so it touched her so when she started building up this case to present a trump to like forgive her and take her out of prison mm -hmm. because she I, I don't know for how long they sentenced her but it must have been like a lot of years because she had to go to the president for him to free her mm -hmm. and i guess she convinced him wow so they pardoned her so yeah. did she have to go to court and then they obviously told her what was going to happen and all that or listen i'm just a podcaster slash service <laughs> slash bartender like i'm not a lawyer don't be asking me these questions Aaron, i, I just I didn't know, know how de like deep into it did they did they go into it but that's the world we live in now where stars get to go talk to the president yeah but they should do that for a lot more people not just one person but that that's is I'm a saying. touching story though and that's really and i'm truly grateful for that but they should be parting a lot more people. And I just, and then shout out to any of you people that are listening who have people that are incarcerated that have been wrongfully charged or, you know, the, these innocent people that have been in prison for years are looking to face years for something they didn't do just by being stereotyped or being at the wrong place at the wrong time and getting a, a public defender that don't give a shit about them. Um, shout out to all those people Whoa. holding it down. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, I could only imagine, you oh, know, the... I'm creeping right now. So I'm on the shade room and I guess this lady, she had been in prison since 1996 and she's getting freed. She's 63 now. Um, Alice was a first time nonviolent drug offender who was given a life sentence without parole. So it's just for this lady. It's not a prison reform for yeah, everybody, yeah. but like, like you said, it would be a nice thing to consider a lot of people that are first time offenders. Mm -hmm. And um especially for drugs. If it's a first time offense, that's crazy. Uncle Uncle Rush. Uncle Rush just uh commented on that post though and he put that's not the best news. At least better news would be if he pulled back the change we got Obama to implement that he and his attorney general rescinded. When Trump needs to do overhaul on this slavery that blacks and browns have experienced at the hands, dot, dot, dot. I'm not reading anymore, but yeah. it's like, it's true. There's It's an industrial complex. So the, that's the thing that a lot of the artists that ha are, are conscious and they've been trying to spit for years, especially like the hood artists, is that when you go into this industrial complex, you're going to prison. So when you go to prison you're getting these billionaires paid the guys that own they're privately owned 
The prisons? Prisons. Mm-hmm. So, and a lot of these guys have a lot to do with politics and they have a lot of businesses. Their money's being circulated in so many spots that you're not aiding to anything. You're a number, which is getting these people paid. Then you're doing work for like, I think the highest paid. I got a homie that spent years in prison and he got, he got like a a lot. His pay was high and I think it was like 42 cents an hour. So you're doing, you're making, uh, you're doing steel work or you're making license plates or you're doing some type of trade for stuff made in America. You know what I'm saying? But you're only getting like 42 cents an hour. So it's like, it's, you're like, you're, you're pretty much, um, way below paid slave and that's how they have it. So it's like, the thing is, is like, bro, like. People go through stuff, and sometimes you got to find any way of means to survive. But when you get caught up in that system, and I personally know a lot of people who've been involved in that and and been a victim to circumstance and to, you know, just being a product of their environment, that they got brought into that. And it's hard. Once you're in that system, it's hard to get out of that system. Mm-hmm. They will do all they can in their power to continue circulating you in that system, whether it's a violation or whether they extend your probation or parole or whatever. So it's like your best bet is if you have been involved in it and you get away, do your best you can, you can to clean your slate and to stay far away from that shit. Because once you're in there, they're going to do all they can to keep to you. keep you there. Yeah. Because they get paid off of your stay in there. <laughs> yeah. Straight up. And if you're out, that's why... Which makes sense. That's why, like, for any little thing, they they find an excuse to... Oh, yeah. To fill up those vacant and spots. And depending on, you know, and it could be bullshit charges or whatever, but depending on what you went in for, like, say you're just... You're, you're out. You've been out a long time and you've just been a regular dude doing your, you know, working a job, just trying to get by like everyone else. A cop could pull you over and if they run your plate and your name comes up, like violent offender or this or this and that they're already gonna approach you already judging you you get what i'm saying Mm -hmm. because your name's already in the system for whatever they want to put you down for that when they approach you they may not even just walk up to your car they may call a squad car out they may call um a couple deputies out It, it, it don't really matter they'll call all kinds of people out just because of the past so it just sucks to get a sort of jacket on you that you have to you you'll be rocking that for the rest of your life, you know. So best advice is to try to avoid the system. And if you already have been involved in the system or participated in in this industrial complex, you know, the prison system, that you try your best to just maintain and stay far from that. Never go back. Cause that shit is not worth it. And you're better off out here than you are in there. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, what do you got next? Do we want to talk about this Kate Spade suicide thing? Yeah, yeah. That'll go good with uh, what else we were talking about earlier, too. Um. So, Kate Spade, a handbag designer, I believe... I'm, I'm sure I've seen her handbags, like at JCPenney or something. Yeah, yeah. Their name sounds very familiar. Um, I've, I'm seeing it on stuff, too. Sh- she was in her 50s and she committed suicide and she left a note for her 13 year old um, daughter telling her not to blame herself. And her from from the news that was reported, the daughter was away in, at school 
And she was found by the housekeepers. And the husband was also in the house. Um, No one has disclosed how she committed suicide. I mean, I might get judged for what I'm about to say, but it's like a contradiction. Like, part of me feels like, how selfish can you be when you have a 13-year-old daughter? Mm -hmm. Um, And leaving her without a mom. But at the same time, I also, like, we're aware that mental health is a real thing. Like, I believe it's a real thing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and it's just like some people deal with it better than, than others. Some people deal with stress be- better than others. Um, and who knows what she may have been going through to where she just, you know, decided, fuck it. And did what she did. Yeah. But now, you know... <laughs> You have to think about, like, I feel for the daughter because I'm like, now there's someone that needs therapy, that needs some kind of Yeah, because to say that, comfort. to say that she'll never be the same. She's so affected by this. No, that's like for someone every... who's barely getting to know the world. Like, in your teens, you're barely understanding. And two, like, her, maybe she's already going through hormonal changes or going to start. So this is, like, a huge flip for her her mind's probably gone right now not only that though but like it's always said for every action there's a reaction so there's so many people uh her career wise family wise you know the people that worked for her the people she worked for or if she was her own boss i'm not too sure but it's like so many people when things are affected by this like uh, like a lot of things are a lot of lives are changed in a negative way Due to this. Mm -hmm. So it's like. There's no. There's not really any good that comes from it. But more awareness on mental health. And if you see. Something wrong with someone. Or you have a feeling that. There's issues there. You should first. I think try to speak to them about getting help. But I guess sometimes you just feel like. That's not your place. But if someone comes. Like comes to you with an issue. I feel like. You should try your best to talk to them. And if you if you can't help them or you feel like they should talk to a professional, then I think you should try your best to see if they'll seek help. But most people will be like, oh, I don't need to talk to nobody. Yeah, a lot of people try to shut that out. So it's it's really tough. You know, I'm not a professional. I know Stace ain't a professional about it either. But I feel like if someone has issues and you can talk to them, you should really try to like, find a medium for them to see if they could talk to somebody or or get some sort of help mm-hmm. because it's it, it's happening all too often but the thing is is now we're we're starting to view it as an issue before people just say oh someone's crazy or oh they're stupid or selfish like i think suicide is a selfish act but there's a lot of stuff that goes on in people's minds sometimes our own that Others from the outside, if you're not telling someone what's going on, they could, they can't even, they could only try to imagine what's going on in your head. So we don't know what kind of demons she had, what she could be running away from, what she was scared to come to grips with. But there goes another case too, like, and what I try to tell myself and other people like that are on the pursuit of happiness. You could have money, you could have it all, you could own all these things, you can be a big player in the world, someone of importance in the the retail world or music world or anything. If you're not truly happy and love who you are and who you become, 
You could have it all and still be miserable, still be faced with demons and and go that route. You know, who knows what it was? Maybe an addiction or maybe just things, you know, you don't, you really don't know. Sometimes just so much pressure just builds up. Yeah. And I know like, and it just goes to show that money is not, it's not everything because she was obviously someone who was famous and at least in the designer handbag world. And I'm sure she had a lot of money. So it just goes to show that. And segueing into that, 13 Reasons Why, I was just telling you, I know you guys yeah. have been probably, I hope you guys have watched the entire thing. I'm not going to do any spoiler alerts, but it just goes back into into that. I know that show is really popular right now on Netflix, and it has been a good way to like shine light on those type of issues that you just don't know what other people are going through. And what they did on this season was actually really cool. Um, I believe it's on every episode. Um, they give you a hotline or anywhere that you can go to uh, seek, help. seek help. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I don't think they had it on the first season, but how they saw that it like blew up and it like the issues that were being discussed was getting a lot of light. Um, they decided to like put that disclaimer on there. So I, th- I think that's pretty cool. Yeah. That is that 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 really is a good show, and it'll be, it would be crazy to say that stuff like that isn't happening. A oh. lot of, a lot of those each episode are like stories that are happening in schools today, you know. So, I think it's a good show. I my I myself haven't watched much of it. I just caught glimpses of it, but just the parts I've seen, it's like a lot of it is really relevant and current. And, you know, some people may be against the show thinking it promotes it or something like that. But all it is really doing is bringing awareness to what's happening into the teenagers, teenagers lives and preteens lives and what they're going through. So, um, it's good just to talk to your kids straight up, like talk to your kids or build some sort of dialogue with your brothers and sisters and really try to figure out what's going on. I think we all could work on that. Just talking to one another. Cause I, I really feel like, in our generation right now, 2018, like we are so lost right now and we are in a spot where growth is easy as far as like learning so many more things and so many more opportunities for people. But at the same time, we're losing connection. We're losing so many people are becoming introverts and it's crazy. There's nothing wrong with that, but it, and even, it's just, it's like we're losing connection. We're too much in our mind. We're not really expressing ourselves and communicating with one another. So we're losing a lot of connection. We're losing what once was the only way people communicated. And I mean, it's even evident in, in this, the new generation's music, like they cope with things in ways that like, they're not talking about their internal issues and, and it's reflected in their music and, and they just want to numb it. There was like, I don't even know, Little Xanax? No. Yeah. I feel like that's a real name. Is that a real Little, name? Little Xan? Yeah. He's actually local. He's from Redlands. He's like from like oh, okay. 15 minutes away the, from No, him. not him. I'm I'm talking about, there was a um, a rapper... That was part of this new generation. Oh, the one that, that passed co- away, right? Yeah. So 
It's just I, like I don't know his name. You know, like those are like little things from this generation that guys like this is really real. Like you, you also have to pay attention to your kids because sometimes you know, a, like what this show reflects is like kids keep a lot of secrets and not not like kids, but I'm talking about teens. You know, like and you just never know how that affects them and sometimes you know sometimes parents are not like the the first go-to people that we go to to vent and talk about because the sad thing is is like when we're growing up we think (laughs) i think we all gone through it we think oh they don't understand what i'm going through they don't know what what i'm going through they don't they they would never know or i couldn't tell them because they wouldn't understand or they wouldn't know how to handle it but uh nine times out of ten your parents probably done some worse shit than, than you've thought of doing or that you are doing. Or they may think it's like, what in the hell are you doing? Who did I raise? But your parents know what's up sometimes. You know what I'm saying? So more or less, you're better off seeking some help or expressing yourself to them before it gets too late. Because crying out for help when it's too late is is usually not the answer. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um. Obviously, substances aren't a way to cope because then you start to build a tolerance for it and then your tolerance gets higher and higher. And then every time you try to numb the pain, it takes more and more until the one day that you took too much and you numbed your life away (laughs) straight up. So don't be afraid to seek help. I know everybody's on this whole mental awareness and mental health and but it is true. And I just think we are now starting to see the effects of it and just don't be afraid to talk to people, bro. Like connection is deep. And I think we're so caught up in ego and media and all this crap that's going on that people aren't paying attention to the real issues. And I feel like for like what I've been taught and what I learned in these recent years is it all starts at home. The way you treat people, the way you act, the way you interact with people, how you raise your kids, it all starts at home. You can't, if your kid is bad or you or you don't raise children right or do things right, it's going to show in the street. And you can't try to bring order when you're out in the streets or out in public because you're embarrassed by it. Everything starts at home from the way you get up every day, the way you interact every day with your loved ones. Or if you're alone, like it, it, it all ties into that. So it all goes back to how are you in your own home? How are you with people in your own home? Like. You got to make that right before you can make everything else right. Once you step out that door, you face the world. And that's why some people are like, oh, well, I'm not cool with everybody that I run into. I'm not this. I'm not that because you can't trust people. Very true. But that doesn't mean that you have to act a whole nother type of way or, or bring out a whole different vibe because that's not how you are with people that you don't associate with. Mm-hmm. Just because you're like that at home. Like me, I carry myself the same way at all times because you just never know. You never know who's going through something or who could possibly be going through something to judge someone or to treat someone a certain way, just be yourself. You know what I'm saying? And if that's you, that's you, but you know what I mean? And everybody just, everybody's gone through something or are going through something. So just don't take that lightly. You know what I mean? Just shizzle dizzle. So you got anything else? Um, staying on that topic, Connie West dropped. Yay. We'll end up with that. It it it's, it kind of sounds like he and he confirmed it that he redid a lot of the album ever since the TMZ the meltdown yeah 
And he does talk about a lot of like, like, I know I was wrong. Like, you know, I wasn't in my right mind state. Thank you for my wife to, for holding me down. Yeah, it's not. What do you think? When of- you, when, I just think when you go against the grain and a lot of people, especially minorities, people of color, people of uh, oppression, look up to you. You you are someone who is a leader, someone who has a lot of listeners. Like the words that come out of your mouth are so powerful once you become some sort of icon. When you become someone of that magnitude, your words are powerful and everything you say can affect people negatively or positively. And I feel like what he said affected a lot of people negatively more than positively some people are like oh get over it some people are whatever but it it the words you say and the way people convey it affect people a lot and i feel like you need to really really think before you speak or find a way to introduce a thought or something you're trying to speak on because just blabbing out something or the way you feel again this is all opinionated based this could be his opinion Versus other people's opinions. Mm -hmm. And right now, I think we're at such a point where everyone has their own opinion. We all have a platform. We have Facebook. People wake up every day and share their opinion. Facebook, Instagram, whatever. Share their opinion about something. Mm -hmm. We are never going to agree on one thing. Some people will. Some people won't. But we don't all have to because we're all entitled to our own opinion. But what I'm saying is like once you're in a position like that and you are somewhat a leader in this world and someone that is a public figure and uh, somewhat of a role model, you have a lot of eyes watching you. And I think you just have to pick and choose your battles and what you're going to say. And I just feel like he may win about it. If it was a marketing stunt, I think that was a poor decision in marketing. Mm -hmm. If it was a mental health stunt and he's like really needs help, then I hope he finds the help he needs because Everybody's always talking about how they miss the old Kanye. They miss the old Kanye. People go through some things. Hollywood fucks people up. You know, the music fucks people up. The business money fucks people up. You cannot bash somebody because they're going through shit. But, you know, more or less, whoever's in his in his group, whoever's on his team, whoever's by his side, if they see stuff going down like that, they need it totally take them from that and try their best to like bro like we got you you need to chill out maybe you shouldn't go to the media maybe you shouldn't go to the public with with your ideas and stuff like that but people are going to do what they want to do at the end of the day that's all i'm going to say but if you're in a position of power i i think you should really pick and choose your battles and pick and choose what you say because all it took was words for a lot of these bad guys to win back in the day and all it takes is words the power of words can can kill or can or could breathe life but it's really up to you yeah um i got a couple projects that i want to discuss well not necessarily discuss but let you guys know they're out now for streaming and for the most part these are artists that do it all themselves um independent mostly but they're big names you've heard of before um it's just three of them that i have the first one this came out back in may i slept on it 
and not by choice. I just wasn't really following up with it. And I feel like a lot of people have because I really haven't been seeing the circulation of it. But this is a great project. This artist is super dope. His name's Nick Grant. I'm sure you guys heard of him already. Mm -hmm. um, he got DJ Khaled on one of the tracks featured on it. Uh, it is a really dope project. Real hip-hop sound. It's modern. And he's a youngster. And I hope he continues to progress and, and, and go further with his career. But his name is Nick Grant. And the album's called Dreaming Out Loud. So make sure you guys check that out on all streaming platforms. Obviously, if you're an artist in this generation, you need to be on the streaming services for sure. Second is Dizzy Wright. I go, I, I'm sure you guys know of the Las Vegas native. He's a dope artist too, independent. Um, Dizzy Wright, his EP is called Don't Tell Me It Can't Be Done. I haven't heard it yet, but I'm excited to hear that. I have heard the Nick Grant already, so I do suggest you give that a spin. But I'm going to check out that Dizzy Wright uh, later on the day. And one that never fails, that's always consistent with his music and his cars and everything's currency. He just dropped the Marina not that long ago. So check that out. That's got to be dope, too. That's some good uh, vibe music. If you're smoking, cruising, driving around or just chilling like currency definitely has the music to get you in the right mood. So check that out. Um, What's up, Stace? Anything you want to add or you want to you want to push? how they can contact us. Uh, we we didn't pick any music today, but we would like those of you listening, if you guys are just fans of the show or you guys know any artists or you guys would like to hear a certain artist music play that's independent or coming up, doesn't matter where they're from, any part of the world or any state, country, city, whatever. Like We're here as a platform to help you guys out, the fans, the, the listeners, the artists. We want to showcase your guys' music. So whoever's listening, you know, you don't, you never know who's listening. You can gain a follower. You can gain a friend. You can gain business off of this. So if you guys would like to share your music and have it heard on, on our show, please submit it to allincheckpodcasts at gmail.com. That's right. And make sure you follow the Instagram under the same name, All In Check Podcast. And um, shout out to uh laziel lashes yes yes shout what out up, to gabby? gabby um make sure you guys follow them on instagram it's um l e hold on let me pull this pull this up <laughs> that's gonna that's gonna be our sponsor uh of the week and that's l e z a e lashes I'm there sure you, you guys right know there. how to spell lashes. Mm -hmm. Lashes are a girl's best friend. So make sure you guys um, give them a follow. They were having a giveaway for you guys for $25 off. Um, if you guys reposted the flyer on our Instagram, I believe you can still do so. I don't think she's picked a follower, but just make sure you guys go follow the the Instagram. I've seen check someone do out. it already. So hopefully oh. they're the winner. All right, so shout out to Gabby and Lazia Lashes. Yeah, yeah, so check it out again. All music submissions, if you'd like to submit music, go ahead and send us an MP3 or multiple MP3s or waves, followed with your bio and all your social media links to allincheckpodcast at gmail.com. I'm ARS. You can follow me on all the social media at ARS Knowledge and at Stace Fresh. You can follow her on all platforms at that handle, at Stace Fresh. Um, Check out our website, allincheckpodcast.com. Thank you guys for following. Those of you who subscribed and been listening since the beginning, we appreciate you guys. We're going to continue to do so. 
we've been planning on doing this bi-weekly, so we'll be able to gather our information. Plus, life happens, and we are doing uh, what we need to do to get by. So, again, we will catch you guys on another week. This is episode eight of the All in Check podcast. I'm ARS. And I'm your girl, Stace Fresh. Peace. Bye. Love and hair grease.